Underway at the Southern Cross Stadium in Turganong for the big WNBL clash between the Canberra Capitals and Dandenong Rangers. Referees for this evening's game, Claire Stevenson, Damien Nemeth and Daryl Corcoran. And it'll be the Dandenong Rangers to get things underway as they move it into the front court. Pass comes to McInerney, she tries to feed it to Kavanagh who's in the left hand corner, Bishop guarding her, in fact it's Larissa Anderson, married over the off season, not the first commentator to make that mistake this season that is for sure, down low now to Anderson in the post, a nice little loop over the top of her head, she puts it in for the first points of the night, the Dandenong Rangers 2 leading the Canberra Capitals nil. Tully Bevilacqua with the ball carrying duties for the Capitals just lobs it into Beatty she's still outside the paint, kicks it over the other side of the arc finds Captain Kelly Abrams takes a dribble, stops the dribble feeds it to Beatty, she's outside the paint this time on the right hand side tries to back it in strongly against Hammonds puts in the good work too Tracy Beatty up and about early, two points all here one minute in, Canberra Capitals hosting the Dandenong Rangers in Canberra Hammonds feeds it at the elbow, kicks it back outside. Hammonds was fouled though. That'll be an inbound pass on the sideline to the Dandenong Rangers. First foul of the evening against the Canberra Capitals. Flanagan fed the ball, kicks it over the other side to Anderson. Fakes the pass against Bishop. Bishop playing out on the perimeter against Anderson. She was dangerous from there last week. Hammonds thought about the three and then travelled against Tracy Beattie. Not happy with the call from referee Claire Stevenson, but nevertheless it will count. It'll be Captain Kelly Abrams being guarded by Emily McInerney as Abrams brings it in from the inbound pass. Tully Bevilacqua starting for the Canberra Capitals tonight along with Abrams, Tracy Beattie, Jess Bibby and also Abby Bishop will get to the starting five in just a second for the Dandenong Rangers. Bounce pass from Abrams down inside the paint. Bishop missed what she might have made. Good rebound came from Anderson working into the front court. Flanagan pass to Caitlin Ryan all the way over the perimeter. Got it to McInerney. Still outside the perimeter here to Flanagan. Down to 12 seconds on the shot clock now for the Rangers. Here's McInerney. Feeds it down low in the post. Bounce pass was effective. Kavanaugh missed the easy shot though. So did Flanagan though. Fresh 24 seconds though. Rebound came from McInerney. Caitlin Ryan now fouled by Tully Bevilacqua. That was undisciplined and unnecessary. Two early fouls on the Canberra Capitals. Two points apiece. Sluggish going early. Two of the better defensive sides in the WNBL. Dandenong conceding just 66 points a game. Canberra 75, but there was a triple overtime in that as well, so blurring the stats somewhat. Inbound pass now for the Rangers. Two points apiece, McInerney kicks it to Hammonds in the left-hand corner. She lays it up. Lovely 15-foot J there from Shelley Hammonds. She opens her account for the night. Four points to two. Dandenong Rangers lead the Canberra Capitals. Now with Jess Bibby. The leading scorer for the Canberra Capitals this season. Feeds it to Bishop who puts up the right hand hook. Dragged down the offensive rebound and then she was fouled. And after she pulled it down. Foul called on Larissa Anderson. And Abby Bishop will get an inbound pass. Her teammate will take it though. Kelly Abrams, the general of the Capitals. Tries a lob pass into Feedy. Fortuitously falls over the back to Bishop who just flicks it the way of Tully Bevilacqua. The Capitals set up with another 24. 
Bibby, oh, wayward pass intended for Beattie through her hands, turnover. Caitlin Ryan looking to bring the ball up the court. Being guarded by Bevilacqua, doesn't like that situation much. Caitlin Ryan really being backed into a corner here by Bevilacqua. Great defensive work. Still picking up the dribble though. Passes to Hammers, fires from the three. Tracy Beattie got a block on it, but referee Daryl Corcoran said there was also some physical altercation in that too. Called for a foul. Tracy Beattie called for a second personal. And as a result, Krista Hayes will check into the game for the Capitals. Tracy Beattie will take a sit down. And that's been a problem for her this season. The leading fouler in the league, averaging 3.9 a game. She's already on two fouls, just over three minutes into this contest. Hammonds at the free throw line, nails the first. She's up to three points for the evening. Five points to two, the Rangers over the Capitals. Hammonds nails the second. There was a violation. And in fact, no, there wasn't. It counted. It's a three free throws here because she shot it from beyond the triple when she was fouled. Hayes brings it back in from the backcourt. Abrams now with the ball carrying duties. McInerney with the big job on Kelly Abrams this evening. Ryan guarding Bibby. Bibby drives right hand baseline, lays it in. Nice little flick off the glass. Seven points to four now. Deficit back to three points. Flanagan, ball carrying duties. Playing the point guard role. Passes to Anderson. Through hands to... Caitlin Ryan, Hammonds is getting out to the triple early for the tall, that is somewhat unusual, was looking to probably exploit Tracy Beattie's lack of pace out that end, she's off the court now, turnover against the Rangers though, and the Capitals will get the ball back in the defensive court. We Will Rock You is rocking the Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra, on the southern side of Canberra tonight in Saginaw. Hayes receives a big pass under the basket, kicked it back outside to Bishop, puts up a prayer, doesn't drop, gets her own offensive board, that's her second offensive board tonight, she's one of the leading offensive rebounders in the league, is Abby Bishop, having a terrific year as well for the Canberra Capitals, averaging 15 points a game and 8 rebounds, she's ninth in the league for rebounds, but even higher up in the top 10 for offensive boards. Fresh 24 here for the Capitals. The captain, Kelly Abrams, at the perimeter. Lost control at regain. Puts it up from the elbow. Nothing but net. Seven points to six. Now Hammonds with the ball carrying duties. She's quite mobile for a tall girl. Now back down into the post as Flanagan has it. Passes to Ryan. Fakes the pass. McInerney now to Hammonds. Back into Hayes. Trying to use her strength. Hammonds turns around. Hooks it in. She's having a blinder up to seven points already. Shelly Hammonds. And what an inclusion she is in this standing on range of this team this year. Sully Bevilacqua goes all the way down the right lane for the Capitals. Meanwhile, the other end of the court. Quick transition basketball from Danny Nong. McInerney fakes the shot. Feeds it one way now. Shot put up. And it drops. Nice work there for the Danny Nong Rangers. Another score. Eight points to 11. Abrams fires from the triple arc. Misses everything. That's an air ball from Kelly Abrams. Very uncharacteristic from her. Normally a very good three-point shooter, Kelly Abrams. Not on that occasion. Eight points to 11. Danny Long Rangers in front. Flanagan just goes all the way. Kicks it back outside to the baseline. McInerney fires from abroad. Can't hit the shot. Offensive board almost came the way of the Rangers. Bishop grabbed it on the bounce though and just gave a little pass 
to Tully Bevilacqua who dribbles down the left hand side of the court nice pass to Hayes in the post she backs it in and uses the glass to her advantage Krista Hayes on the scoreboard for the first time this evening 10 points to 11 now Bibby is guarding Flanagan as she brings the ball down the court for the Dandenong Rangers just loops it over the top Caitlin Ryan almost had it stolen from Bevilac which she knocked it away from her Bevilac with the leading steal in the lead Hammonds with 3 seconds on the shot clock drives it in left hand lane fouled by Krista Hayes she faked the 3 point shot on the left hand baseline drove it in hard up against the baseline on the left hand side and was fouled as she put the shot up with only 2 seconds remaining on the shot clock so we'll let off there for the Rangers she was hard up against the backboard there, Shelley Hammonds, but already on seven of points out of the Rangers' 11. She's now on eight of their 12 as she sinks the first free throw. 12 points to 10. 13 points to 10, Shelley Hammonds. Nine points for the Dandenong Rangers. Averaging only 10 points a game. Only had two last week against Townsville as well, so her numbers are up already. That's a good sign for Danny Nong. They have been struggling to score this season. Foot violation against Emily McInerney. Abrams attempting the bounce pass. Into the game for the first time this evening. Checks Natalie Hurst. And Tully Bevilacqua takes a well-deserved sit-down. Hurst enjoying her best season in the WNBL. The ninth leading scorer in the league with 19, sorry, 16 points per game. And she's the leading three-point shooter. Shooting it at an incredible 50% from the three-point arc. Meanwhile, there's a foul. The Capitals drive to the basket. Shelley Hammonds called for the foul. Abby Bishop will go to the free throw line. 13 points to 10. The Canberra Capitals trailing the Dandenong Rangers. Abby Bishop. Oh, rolls in the first free throw. Got the shooter's roll there. Shooting it at 69% from the charity strike this year. And the second doesn't drop, rolls out. The first wasn't convincing, probably for a little bit lucky to drop. The second never looked like going in. Flanagan now, ball carrying duties. Heavy screen from Hammonds on Bibby. Pass now comes to McInerney, just inside the perimeter. Feeds it down low. Hammonds is dominating this game. Missed what she might have made. Almost grabbed the offensive board. Knocked it to the advantage of Flanagan. And a fresh 24 seconds here for the Dandenong Rangers. At the sport radio end of the court, Flanagan with the crossover dribble. Feeds it to McInerney. Frost driving, nice work there, lays in the shot. Probs on the scoreboard. In fact, she's up to four points for this evening. That's Faith Probs. And then there is a turnover against the Canberra Capitals at the other end of the court. 15 points to 11. John Keogh bringing you the action on Sport Radio this evening. Doing it solo, so bear with us. It could be a long night. Shelley Hammonds checks out of the game. Larissa Anderson, the assistant coach of the Dandenong Rangers side this season, checks back in. Flanagan just teasing Natalie Hurst with a dribble in front of her. Kicked at the top of the arc to Probs. She's happy to feed it back to Ryan. Open on the left-hand perimeter here is Emily McInerney screaming for the ball. Caitlin Ryan didn't see her and then she double drilled. So, double sin there from Caitlin Ryan. McInerney was open. She hit two of two from the three-point arc last week. In fact, that was where she scored all her six points 
Emily McEnany, probably better known for the defensive side of her game, but can hit the triples as well. She was wide open. Rangers didn't take advantage of it. 15 points to 11. Here comes Hayes down the left-hand lane. She draws the foul against Emily McInerney. It will go to the line to shoot a pair. Hammond's preparing to check back in the game. Gets the call up from Rangers coach Dale Walters. The Rangers on three team fouls for the quarter. The Capitals on four. Two minutes 25 remaining in this first term at Southern Cross Stadium. Faith Probs takes a sit down for the Rangers. Meanwhile at the line, Krista Hayes, very convincing there. She's only 43% on the line this season. But that free throw was beautiful. As was that. Deficit back to two points. Hayes checks out of the game. Interestingly, Tracy Beattie already is on two fouls, checks back in. So, Kerry Graff taking somewhat of a risk there. We'll wait and see on that. Clever pass from McInerney to Caitlin Ryan on the left-hand baseline. Kicked it back outside to Anderson. Bounce pass was stolen by Natalie Hurst, intended for Hammers. Hurst brings it down the court. Thought about the left-hand lane, then was backed it back outside the left-hand perimeter. Creative thinking. Tried to get the pass across the key. It's knocked out of court. Intended for Tracy Beattie. McInerney got a hand in there for the Rangers. But it will be a Capitals inbound pass. And the timeout, the first one of the evening, called by the Dandenong Rangers coach, Dale Walters. Welcome back to Sport Radio's call of the Canberra Capitals versus the Dandenong Rangers, resuming from the timeout. And joining us is the CEO of the Canberra Capitals, Mark Cartwright. Mark, good evening. G'day, how are you? We're going well, mate. Great to have you on board. I was struggling solo, so <laughs> fantastic you'll be able to give us some insight tonight. It's wonderful to be here. The Dandenong Rangers, they've started pretty well, haven't they? They are. They're tough, the Rangers. They're, they're gritty. Uh, you know, they've, they're working inside pretty well, actually. And uh, with Tracy in a bit of foul trouble, we're um, finding them tough to contain at the moment. And Shelley Hammonds has really been their go-to player early, too, hasn't she? She's looked lively. She's looked lively. That's a great give, in fact. She gives a nice little dish there to Flanagan as well, who just waded in down the right-hand lane for the Dandenong Rangers. 17 points to 13 now. The Rangers over the Canberra Capitals. One minute 15 remaining here in the first quarter at Southern Cross Stadium. Oh, Bishop! A great little turnaround fadeaway. Puts it in off the glass. Well, we need to see a little bit more of that from Abby. Just that inside-outside game from the Capitals. Uh, I know Coach Graff wanted to see that all night. Start inside. Look, you know, and again, if they don't collapse, for our, our bigs to go one-on-one. Here's McInerney in the left-hand corner. Thought about the shot, fed it into Hammonds, who kicked it back out to her. Had the foot on the line from the three-point territory. Offensive rebound came from Anderson. She kicks it to Flanagan, and a fresh 24 here for the Danny Nong Rangers. Only 40 seconds remaining in the quarter. McInerney driving left-hand lane. Oh, nice little lane against Kelly Abrams. Emily McInerney doing it at both ends of the court at the moment. 19 points to 15. Bevilacqua to Abrams. Now at the left-hand perimeter with Hurst, who fed it down in the low post to Hayes. Back outside to Bishop. They're working around the arc here, the Capitals. Bevilacqua pulls up for the triple. Fires and connects. That's big. That's a big momentum builder. We need to get a stop here, though. 19 points to 18. So only seven seconds remaining here in the quarter. Flanagan has it. Rangers will look for the last shot here. Good defensive work from the Capitals. Ryan has to throw up the prayer. Never looks convincing off the hand. And at quarter time, the Dandenong Rangers have a one-point lead at Southern Cross Stadium here in Canberra. 
the score, 19 points to 18. Fairly tight, first quarter there, Mark. Yeah, it is. That was just a, a lack of communication, that last play. I don't think Flanagan knew how much time was on the clock and uh, Danny Nong were forced to rush the shot. But uh, a close first quarter, I, I don't think Coach Graff will be overly happy. I know that... Uh, you know, her focus was to really lock in defensively and uh, and demonstrate to to everyone that uh, the Capitals are the best defensive unit in the league, not Dandenong. But but to date, um, you know, that hasn't been the case. Dandenong have, have flowed pretty well inside. They've been very very strong. And uh, you look, they're on track for an 80 point game. And quite honestly, if Dandenong score 80 tonight. It'll be tough for the Caps to get up. Well, it's interesting you mention that because Dandenong are actually only averaging 64 points a game. They're the lowest scoring team in the league. So their coach, Dale Walters, he'd be pretty happy with that first term. They were looking to attack the basket. They've really struggled last week. Only scored 43 points against Townsville, so they've turned it around in the first quarter. They have, and, and they've been really well structured. Uh, you know, their, their coach has, has clearly given them the instruction to, to take the ball inside and go at the Capitals' bigs, and, and they've been successful. Uh, Speedy's got two fouls. Bishop's really struggled to handle Hammonds, and uh, and really that's been the difference so far. That the inside game from Danny Nong's given them the advantage. Well, fresh off the stats bench, Mark Cartwright might be able to take us through a few of those key stats to quarter time. Maybe starting with some of the individual stats as well as the interesting team stats that you can pick out there, Mark. Well, Sally Hammonds is, is the one to look at at the moment. She's got nine points to quarter time. Uh, she's been to the foul line for five foul shots, which, which just indicates that she's, she's taken it in and the cap sticks aren't handling that terribly well. Um, Danny Nong is shooting a great clip. They're, they're shooting 54%, shooting 100% of the foul line, but on the flip side of that, the Caps are shooting 58% from the field as well. So, you know, at the moment, we, we really need one, one or the other team needs to really lock down defensively. You know, and, and I guess in the second quarter, let's look for a little bit of momentum. Three stops and three scores. We'll see one of these teams get out to a six or eight point buffer. And someone who didn't have a huge impact in that first quarter, Jess Bibby, she only had two points. She's averaging 19 a game, but as we know, it only takes a few minutes for her to really get on fire. It does. Look, Jess just needs to work herself into the game. She just needs to relax a little bit. She's got foot speed on her side. You know, Caitlin Ryan was was matching up on Jess for much of that quarter and uh, you know on paper Jess Bibby should be able to burn her but she just couldn't find the space. Caps again have, have tried to push the ball inside, maybe to Jess's detriment but I'd expect her to work into the game uh, this quarter. Underway in the second quarter here at Southern Cross Stadium, Bevilacqua with a steal, she'll go all the way down the court and lay the easy basket in. That's a nice start for the Caps again. Right now the Caps are after some flows, some momentum, so Coach Graff would be saying, guys, we need to come out, get three stops, three scores, try and bust this thing open early. And that's why she's the leading stealer in the WNBL, and generally is most years as well, averaging three a game. She's already got two tonight, Tally Bevilacqua, that was her at her best. McInerney now feeds it to Ryan, she releases from the three-point arc, missed everything, Hammonds was under the basket, pulled it down, put the shot up with the putback, and Abby Bishop called for the foul. Yeah, yet again, Shelley Hammond's on the spot. Uh, look, she positioned herself well. It was an air ball, so I guess Bishop's a little bit unlucky. But, uh, you know, the Caps have got to pay a little more attention to detail here. Get a body on it and, uh, and make sure we come up so Danny Nons don't get that second possession. Hammond's at the line, misses the first free throw. Has the opportunity to go into double figures early in this match. Less than a minute played in the second term. 
She nails the second free throw. She's up to 10 points, Shelley Hammond. So convincing start from her that ending on Rangers. Hurst, through a wild pass intended for Abrams. It was difficult to see who it came off, but the referee deemed that it came off Abrams. She was contesting for the basketball against Emily McInerney. Yeah, that's a bit of a coach killer there, you know. Come down with your point guard and throw it away. But again, the girls now just got to lock down, get a stop. Oh, now fouled instead. <laughs> Abrams called for the foul on McInerney. Didn't appear to be a lock in it, but nevertheless, she was called for it. Referees this evening, Claire Stevenson, Damien Nemeth and Daryl Corcoran. Caitlin Ryan with the inbound pass for Danny Nong. Passes across the key. It's now with Anderson, the assistant coach of Danny Nong. She was pretty good last week against Townsville. Really lit it up early from the perimeter as well, but the Danny Nong Rangers just couldn't give her much support. Here's a loopy looking lane, underarm shot, and it comes out of court on the Canberra Capital. So another opportunity here for Danny Nong, but only seven seconds remaining on the shot clock. Capitals have to be tight here. This is important. Uh, the Caps really need to lock in here. Nothing easy. Oh, Bevilacqua intercepted the pass in front of Caitlin Ryan and dishes off to Natalie Hurst underneath the basket and she accepts and lays it in for the Canberra Capitals. Tully Bevilacqua, her defensive work, exceptional already. She's big, you know, Tully really is the spark, although, you know, Tully's rarely going to top score for the Caps. Just what she generates out of her, her pressure defence on ball is uh, it's just key to the Caps getting that momentum back. Here comes Emily McInerney. Her side trailing 20 points to 22. The Canberra Capitals now in front. Flanagan, right-hand baseline. Ambitious pass intercepted by Bishop. Down the court pass from Bevilacqua. Abrams feeds it to Hurst. Thought about the shot down the left-hand lane. Dish... Backs it back outside, then passes to Abrams. She releases with a two-point. Jay can't hit it, though. Rebound came to Flanagan, and she brings the ball up the court for Danny Nolls. So, the Capitals playing fast-break basketball when they can, Mark. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's the Caps game right now. You know, they've, they've got some zip-zip guards in there in Hurst and, and, and Bevel Akron. They want to push the ball, I guess. The McInerney factor came in there. Hurst was faced with McInerney and said, no, thank you. He's an eight-time defensive player of the year. <laughs> I might pull that ball out. Meanwhile, another turnover. Somehow, Tully Bellacqua comes out with it. Assist down the court to Bishop, who's unfortunately called for the travel, to the dismay of the fans here at Southern Cross Stadium. You can hear the boos. Yeah, 50-50 call. It was tough. But, uh, again, a positive sign for the Caps. They generated some fast-break basketball out of their defence. And uh, if we can continue that throughout the night... Um, you know, that's exactly what the team needs right now. So Danny Nolan have really come to a halt here in this second term. They've only added one point. Canberra have added four. So there's a basket finally to Danny Nolan. Yeah, Hammonds once again, you know, has, has made good space inside the key. Got to a key receiver spot. Um, you know, was able to, to slip in behind the Caps defence and laid it up. Peter Sinclair on for a run for the Canberra Capitals. Dishes to Natalie Hurst. Passing around the perimeter, Abrams, Bevilacqua runs underneath the basket on the dribble, kicks it back outside to Hurst. She doesn't miss from the three-point territory. Yeah, that's, that's money for Natty this year. Uh, you know, she's really worked on that during the off-season and her catch and shoot from the perimeter is as good as you'll see in this league. Well, she's the leading three-point shooter in the competition. Shooting an incredible 50%. Nice spin move there from Larissa Anderson. But quick release pass from Bevilacqua to Bishop who missed the shot Abrams backs out with the basketball offensive rebound another 24 here for the Capitals to 
set things up. They lead 25 points to 24. Yeah, Caps have a mismatch here. Hurst is being guarded by Hammonds, but they haven't spotted it yet. Here's Bevilacqua. Pulls up in the free throw territory. Can't hit it. Just hit the left-hand side of the ring. McInerney rips down the rebound. Passes across the court now to a teammate in Todd Hunter, who brings it up the court for Danion. Todd Hunter on for a first run this evening. McInerney. Physical work going on against Kelly Abrams. Which way will the referee call this? Foul called against the Canberra Capitals. Now, was it against Abrams or Bevilacqua? Yeah, that was on Abrams. That's her second. She just didn't quite. She had great ball pressure, but McInerney really suckered her into that. She just uh, drove straight at her uh, right leg. And, again, it was a blocking foul on Kel. Elizabeth Cambridge checks in for Danny Nong. In comes the big girl. She's arguably the most exciting young talent in Australia right now, six foot seven and a half. Uh, she's damn tall, isn't she? She's a, she's a big girl. Um, you know, she, I'm sure if, if she wants it, she'll be at the institute shortly. But uh, right now, she's suiting up for the Nongers, and it'll be a great matchup. Tracy Beattie versus Cambridge. How, how old is she roughly? Um, if she, she plays, say she's going to be at the institute. She uh, must be quite young. Yes, she is. She played under 18 championships this year. I think it might have even been her first year. So, Gee. I think she's turned 17 in 2008. Uh, so she's a she's a big unit. Um, she's got nice soft hands actually. And uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting for Australian basketball when you see when you see kids like this coming through. Gee, she's almost making Tracy Beattie look small there, and that's saying something. She is. Although I think Trace will enjoy this. Very rarely does Trace get a legitimate matchup in this league. She's usually up against smalls and has to adjust. Where I think she'll relish playing against the big and uh, and again just battling it body to body. Out of court on Larissa Anderson on her offensive baseline. Peter Sinclair will take the pass right in front of the Sport Radio commentary booth here at Southern Cross Stadium. John Keogh and Mark Cartwright, the Chief Executive of the Canberra Capitals, bringing the action tonight. Craig Gravel is over at the AIS Arena. Well, it's AIS Training Hall, in fact, bringing the game between the AIS and Christchurch. Bibby drives down the left-hand lane, knocks down the lane, and Foud will go to the line for a three-point play. Yeah, nice play from Bibb. Again, a confident move. Got the ball, swung it through strong. The defender didn't jump off, didn't give her enough space. It flew by her, and now she's got a chance to finish off the three-point play. So Jess Bibby at the line. She's very good from this territory. The leading free-throw shooter in the league, and you talk oh, her up. You put the mocker on her there, just 89% this season. I would have had my house on her, and I don't even own one. <laughs> just as well. But she missed it. So there you go. Thank God for that. Here's Downing with the ball outside the left-hand perimeter. Passes to Cambridge, underneath the basket. Nice little pass to Cat Anderson, but called for the travel there and a turnover against Dandenong. I think they might have called oh, three, three point, seconds three there. Seconds, yeah, right. it's, uh, it's actually the second three-second violation on, uh, on Anderson tonight, which is quite unusual being we're halfway through the second quarter. So she's camped it there at the moment. The Caps have got to keep an eye on that, but fortunately the refs are as well. Now there's some off-ball work going on underneath the basket and a foul called, and I think it may have been called on Todd Hunter, Amelia Todd Hunter. So on Natalie Hurst, I think the foul was committed by Todd Hunter. Inbound pass, offensive baseline, Canberra Capitals, Hurst to take it. Gives it to Jess Bibby with a catch and shoot. There was a hand on that though from the defence of the Rangers. Here's Todd Hunter, great speed down the court. The pass though, knocked out of court by Natalie Hurst. Made up for it. Work at the other end of the court there, Natalie Hurst. Great work. 
Yeah, not again. Natty, Natty's terrific at both ends. She just works hard, and that was a key hand. Here's Cambridge under the basket. Tracy Beattie called for her third personal. And what will Coach Kerry Graff do, Mark? Look, I think at this stage she's got a sitter. I just don't think the upside is there. So you'll see Bishop coming into the game now. Beattie will, will take a rest until after half time. And Bishop will find it tough now. She probably gives up four inches, four or five inches to Cambridge. But uh, both young players, I guess the, the flip side is Bishop will look to go at her offensively and, and see if, uh, if Elizabeth can uh, get her feet moving and, uh, and get some stops down the other end. Cambridge knocks down the first free throw for the Dandenong Rangers. Deficit back to two points, 27-25. 27-26, two from two, nice work. Natalie Hurst showing a burst of speed as she sprinted into the front court on the dribble. Passes to Jess Bibby. Round the perimeter now. Here's Abby Bishop. Passes it back to Bibby, picks up the dribble, being guarded by Downey, stops on the dribble, Bevilacqua now. Eight seconds on the shot clock here for the Capitals. Bishop sets the screen, and Bevilacqua goes bang from three-point territory. Yeah, she's got an amazing knack of just hitting that big shot for someone who's known for her, her, her defensive game. Uh, I think she showed it last season, and she's shown it again this game, that when there's a, a big shot to be made with a shot, a shot clock winding down, she gets it done. Somehow the basket put in there by Anderson of the Dandenong Rangers and going down is Peter Sinclair. She gets to her feet a little bit gingerly now. Appears to be okay, Mark. I think she just turned over on that right ankle, but she's, she's walking it off. But, uh, yeah, she went over it. Uh, Anderson just flew by her and, uh, and had the easy lane. So a little bit unfortunate, but good for Caps fans. Sinclair's fine and uh, she's up and, and looking, to, looking to keep going. The Capitals will have to be cautious in the remaining four and a half minutes of this second term. They are on four team fouls, so any more fouls will send the Rangers to the line. Something to be wary of. It's been a consistent problem with the Caps this year. They're just racking up the team fouls and, and the other team going to the line nice and early. Here comes Peter Sinclair inside the paint. She's fouled. On Cambridge, I think, or Cambridge rather. And I think uh, you'll see a bit of that, John. I, I think Carrie Graff would have given her players the instruction to go at the big girl, put her under a little bit of pressure, make her make her play at both ends. So uh, whether she's guarding Sinclair or Bishop, I think you'll see both players go at her and try and uh, try and keep her honest. Peter Sinclair makes one of two free throws, missed the first. The second was good though. 31-28, the Canberra Capitals leading Dandenong. Four minutes, 15 remaining. Kavanaugh out, receives the ball in the front court, passes to McInerney, picks up the dribble against Bevilacqua, pushes it to the left-hand side of the perimeter, Ryan. Oh, it's pass intercepted. Nice work there from Peter Sinclair and gives the ball up to Tully Bevilacqua. Penetrating dribble down the right-hand wing for the Capitals. Works it to the right-hand corner, kicks it back outside to Sinclair. Wayward pass from her. Undid her good work at the defensive end of the court. Yeah, just a miscommunication there. I think Bibby decided to back cut. She was being overplayed and uh, Sinclair didn't quite read that and uh, yeah, the ball just flew straight out of bounds. 31-28. This match pretty important in the context of both the club seasons at the moment. The Capitals sitting third on the ladder with six wins and four losses. Danny Nong seventh position on the WNBL ladder with four wins and six losses. Danny Nong coach Dale Walters calls his second time out of the evening with three minutes 48 remaining on the second quarter clock. So a three-point lead to the Canberra Capitals. But Mark, the closeness of the competition this year has just been amazing. Compared to last year, we've got a couple of new teams and Christchurch started slowly. 
They've now won four games on end, I think, looking to go five on end tonight. And a few of the other teams like the AIS and Perth have really stepped up from last year too. Yeah, it's great for the league. I mean, the WNBL has been a, a wonderful league for a long time, but, you know, there have been years where there have been three or four very dominant programs and a couple of programs that have really struggled. Where this year you've seen the, uh, the top teams come back and, and the bottom teams elevate their game. And uh, Perth and the AIS, I think the AIS have had three wins, which is more wins, I think, than they had all last year. And they're still in last spot, unfortunately. Perth have racked up four wins, which is uh, a great effort for them. Uh, and then you've got yeah, a, a real traffic jam in the middle with, with Dandenong, uh, Bulleen, Bendigo. Uh, you've got the Christchurch franchise. Now, all those teams on any given night can, uh, can step it up and, and, and cause an upset. And speaking of the Christchurch franchise, the Canberra Capitals venturing over that way next week the first trip overseas to New Zealand for the WNBL for the Canberra Capitals the girls and I assume yourself must be looking forward to that Mark look I, I, I don't think I'll be there um, but certainly I think the girls will be keen to uh, to do the right thing it's, you know, I know they've set themselves a goal uh, before Christmas to have 10 wins on the board so it becomes a very important game for them but Obviously, this game too, you know, is huge. But if we can if we can get to ten wins prior to Christmas, it it really does set up another playoff and championship drive uh, in the new year. Anderson with the right arm underarm lane down the right hand lane against Abby Bishop. Here comes Natalie Hurst sprinting the ball down the court again. We've got a score update from one of the other matches on tonight. We'll get to that in just a second. In fact, it's bullying, 33 leading Perth, 22. So we'll keep you updated on the other WNBL scores happening tonight. There's another match being played in Canberra, the IS against the Christchurch Sirens. Hurst gets into some trouble on the buzzer. Somehow she put it up on the 24-second shot clock. An underarm shot as she was falling over. That is a circus shot. But uh, again, Natty showed good head and hands. She kept her head steady. Uh, you know, she got her body facing the basket and anything can happen. So uh, showed really good touch and poise there. Here's Anderson, tries to fire and connect, can't, Kavanagh, rather it was Hammonds pulls down the offensive board, but I think she was called for a foul on Peter Sinclair. Yeah, good job from Sinclair there, she's a little bit undersized, uh, you know, Beattie's off the court and Sinclair's been given the big job of Hammonds and look, she boxed out, Hammonds a little bit unlucky, uh, but she did come over the back and technically it was there. So both teams on 14 fouls for the second quarter. Two minutes 20 remaining, 33 to 30. The Capitals over the Rangers. Oh, the shooters bounce there for Natalie Hurst. She popped it up from the free throw line, hit the back of the iron, popped up about a metre or so in the air, and then it dropped. Well, if she's not the best six player in this league, I'll eat my hat because uh, right now she's playing great basketball. The Caps are looking to get it in her hands, and she's making some things happen. Yeah, she is a very much improved player, Natalie Hurst. Having a terrific season for the Canberra Capitals. And I suppose once Callie Bevilacqua moves on after this season, she'll be pushing for a starting five spot, Mark. Oh, look, very much. I think Natalie will take the mantle as the playmaker in this team, and she's been groomed as such. So, you know, it's a credit to Natalie that she's prepared to, and she's really taken this role on as a, as a sixth man. And, you know, she, she comes in, she makes an impact. I think she's in the top five or six scorers in the league coming off the bench. And at five foot four, that's a fairly impressive uh, statistic. Averaging 16 points a game. Here she goes again. Driving left-hand baseline. Almost dropped, but she was fouled anyway. She'll get the opportunity to shoot 
a pair from the free throw strike. And just speaking about next season, I know the Canberra Capitals held some talks during the week with some of the AIS players who will be exiting the program, some likely types there as well. And I suppose the AIS players are going to have a few uh, clubs interested in them, but no doubt a few players of interest there to the Canberra Capitals as well, Mark. Oh, certainly. It's a talented group. And, uh, you know, these are the best young players in the nation, and I guess we pride ourselves on being the best program in the nation. So... You know, we, we want to see some of these kids come through and hopefully, you know, we can we can groom them to go on and, and represent Australia but also win some WNBL championships in Canberra. And I think Abby Bishop is living proof of that. First season with the Capitals last year after exiting the RS program. She went on to play for the Opals and the Capitals in a championship. Meanwhile, out of court on Danny Long, it's 37-30. By the way, Natalie Hurst hit both her free throws at the other end of the court a few moments ago. It'll be a Capitals inbound pass on the defensive baseline. Yeah, the momentum's really swung here. Dandenong have missed a couple of shots they would have made five minutes ago, and you know the Caps, again, have got to the foul line. Natalie Hurst has sparked it, but now they're up by seven with ball in hand a minute to go in the second quarter. Here's Bevelacqua. She's crunched as she looked to squeeze through a gap, but on the left-hand elbow, just entering the key. She's going to get two shots, Mark. Yeah, this is big. You know, Fowl hits these two, and, and again, the Caps uh, can come down and get a stop. They might find themselves with a double-figure lead at half-time. And, you know, the home court at Tuggeranong uh, with a double-figure lead at half-time, it's, it's a big ask for Danny Nong from there. So critical 59 seconds for the Nongers. I love that term as well, the Nongers. It's the first time I've heard it, Mark, I must admit. It's an affectionate term. <laughs> Tully Bevelacqua misses the first free throw. By the way, quick interchange there for the Danny Nong Rangers coming off the court, Rachel Flanagan. Replacing her, Amelia Todd Hunter. Bevelacqua makes the second free throw, 38 points to 30. We're down to 54 seconds remaining in the half of basketball here at Southern Cross Stadium. The Canberra Capitals have really dominated this second quarter. Hurst, a relay pass down the court. Bibby got on the end of it, but she ran out of court. Just ran out of space. It was exciting to watch. The execution wasn't quite there, but uh, again, the Caps live and die by that up-tempo game at the moment. And, uh, I think there's, you know, Danny Nong will be looking to get it inside this play and try and get a, a, a decent shot. The outlet pass has been pretty successful for the Capitals so far tonight. Yeah, well, been, you know, players have broken down the court and, and Danny Nong have struggled to maintain, you know, to keep up with them. Three seconds on the shot clock, wild shot being thrown up by Todd Hunter. And I was looking down at my notes there, Mark. What happened? Well, I think there was no score. No, there was a missed shot. Bishop grabbed the rebound, and I think we've got an issue with the score bench, uh, or the ball might be slippery. One of the two. There was a play stopped. Okay, we have 14 seconds remaining on the game clock here. Timeout called by Kerry Graff, the coach of the Canberra Capitals. The Capitals will probably have the last shot out of the half here. 38 points to 30. 14.8 seconds remaining, so plenty of time to get an effective shot up, Mark. You used to be an assistant coach to Carrie Grow at the Canberra Capitals. With this sort of time remaining, one shot before half-time, what sort of options do you have at your disposal here? I suspect they'll probably run a horns play, which is uh, probably for Natalie Hurst. So they'll, they'll spread the two uh, perimeter players wide and they'll have the two post players up at the, the high post. Look to set an on-ball screen for Natalie. So she'll, she'll wait until about sort of probably seven, eight seconds to go. Look to use the first on-ball screen. 
and then the Caps will use that three-man game, the, the point guard and the two bigs, to see if they can get a good shot or an offensive rebound or get to the foul line. So they certainly don't want to see the ball back in Danny Nong's hands and give them an, an opportunity to score. Um, I think Coach Strap will go to where, where the momentum is, and that's with Natalie Hurst. So it's more than likely uh, you'll see Natalie Hurst come off the screen here, get to the basket, try and get to the foul line. And is that something you do as a coach? You look to go to the player who has got the hot hand in the situation? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, or is it generally a designated player that you go with a set play anyway? No, look, I mean, well, Natalie's a bit of both. And yep. She's got the foot speed and, uh, you know, she can, she's got the inside-outside game. She can get to the basket, but she's a great three-point shooter. So, you know, right here, I think you'll see an isolation play or a horns play for Natty. Uh, here's the on-ball screen with Abby here. Okay. Natalie Hurst into the front court. Caitlin Ryan guarding her. She gets past her now, drives it all the way, puts up the shot off the backboard. Three seconds. Hammond's pulled down the rebound. She's fouled and will go to the line because that's the fifth team foul for the Canberra Capitals. So not the ideal result there, Mark. No, look, that, that'll make Carrie Graff very, very annoyed, I suspect. You know, fouling Danny Nong with a second and a half to go, 90 feet from the rim uh, to centre the line is just, uh, you know, I hate to say it, it's a really dumb play. Shelly Hammonds misses the first free throw, so a let off for the Canberra Capitals. One and a half seconds remaining, so possibly time for a shot at the offensive end of the court for the Rangers if they miss. Here she made the second free throw. Bevelacqua will throw up the prayer from halfway. Misses everything, and there's the halftime buzzer at Southern Cross Stadium here in Canberra. The Canberra Capitals leading the Dandenong Rangers 38 points to 31. In a pretty entertaining first half of basketball, the Canberra Capitals well and truly got on top in that second term mark. They did. They got, got a little momentum there. There was, there was a three-minute period where Danny Nong really struggled to score, and I think Danny Nong had, I think, 20 points or 22 points of the quarter. Um, you know, they, they finished on 31, which just indicates that, you know, they really dried up. Part of it was the Capitals' pressure, but part of it was that, you know, Danny Nong didn't go back to that formula that worked in the first quarter. Hammonds wasn't getting touches inside. They weren't getting to the foul line as often. And they were a little bit lucky there the last 30 seconds of the, of the, uh, the half. Natalie Hurst got the shot she wanted. She couldn't make it inside. A silly foul. Hammonds ends up with a point. What, you know, that ends up to be, you know, a three or four point swing. So, in the end, I think they'll be... They'll be disappointed to be seven behind, but it could have been a little bit worse at the Capitals' home court. So the Canberra Capitals have turned a one-point quarter-time deficit into a seven-point half-time lead here at Southern Cross Stadium, 38 points to 31. Back more, uh, back soon with more Sport Radio WNBL action right after this. Welcome back to Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra for the second half between the Canberra Capitals and Dandenong Rangers in round nine of the WNBL. John Keogh and also Mark Cartwright, the Chief Executive of the Canberra Capitals, bringing the action. So on a seven-point lead, we're about to start the third quarter for the Canberra Capitals. Mark Cartwright, we've got the halftime steps in front of you. What do you like to see? I like that the, uh, the Caps are shooting over 50%. That's a really good sign. Uh, in a rebounding sense, actually, Danny Nong are doing a much better job on the boards. Uh, but that's balanced out by the Capitals are looking after the ball better. Um, you know, the first five minutes here is going to be big because Danny Nong really need to close this gap. If the Caps can uh, build on this, it's going to be really tough coming home. Capitals have possession. Kelly Abrams drives down the centre of the key and she's immediately fouled. I think the foul was killed on 
Emily McInerney will wait on the kill from the referee though. May have been Shelley Hammonds. I hate to say it, I missed who it was, but whoever it was, they're on three fouls. So that's not a good sign from Danny Nong's point of view. Let me just have a look at the stat sheet here. I think it must I, have been on Shelly Hammonds. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was on Helen Hammonds. Two fouls before this, now up to three fouls. Kelly Abrams makes both free throws. The Capitals break through that 40-point barrier. 40 points to 31. Looking at some of the individual stats quickly to half time. Shelly Hammonds, the leading scorer on the court with 13 points for Danny Nong Rangers. Eight points to Larissa Anderson and four points to Faith Probs. Cutting Cam pushes it back out. Caitlin Ryan, that was, to Hammonds. Now Anderson pulls up with a two-point. Jay drained it too. Nice work for the Canberra Capitals. 11 points apiece to Tully Bevilacqua and Natalie Hurst. And four points to Jess Bibby. But they do have eight individual scorers tonight, the Canberra Capitals. So spreading it around quite nicely. Here's Bibby being guarded by Ryan. Passes to the captain Abrams. Dishes to Bevilacqua underneath the ring. Great little gift to Krista Hayes who gets the easiest to put backs off the backboard. That was, that was terrific play, actually, and Hayes did a good job to find the space. Um, Hayes will be really important here in the next few minutes. She's, uh, she's being defended by Hammonds, and if the Caps are smart, they'll look to go to her because she's quite physical, and if you can get that fourth foul out of Hammonds, uh, the Hammonds Caps are well on their way. Goes down the left-hand lane, missed the shot. Good defensive work from Bishop. She ripped down the rebound as well. Dishes to Abrams. She lobs it over the top to Krista Hayes. Missed what she might have made. Grabs her own offensive board though, another opportunity for the Capitals. Some other games going on in the WNBL tonight. Round 9, the AIS leading Christchurch 21-17. And Bulleen 43 leading Perth 26. Hammonds, great, good defensive work against Bishop. She pulled down the board though, Bishop gave it to Hayes. who kicked it back outside to Bibby on the bounce for us. And they can reset up here, Canberra. Hayes receives from Bibby. She backs into Anderson and Anderson called for the foul. And they've counted the points there too, so that's a good sign for the Caps. The last three plays, uh, they've, they've had shots inside the key. A couple haven't dropped, but they've, they've been good on the offensive boards on that occasion. Hayes got to the middle, threw the foul, uh, made the shot, and now she's got an opportunity to capitalise for the, uh, the additional bonus points. Trying to capitalise for the Capitals. Yeah, no pun intended, sorry. Krista Hayes couldn't, couldn't make the three-point play, though. Dish down the court from McInerney. But the Flanagan, so they just shore things up here, Danny Nong. Now with Hammonds, who kicks it back outside to McInerney. She had a look from three-point territory, then passed it unselfishly to Flanagan, who missed the shot. Ball fills back out the top of the arc. Another 24 seconds here. McInerney to Flanagan, back to McInerney, still outside the perimeter. Feeds in the low post now to Anderson. Ambitious fadeaway shot from her, never really looked like going in. Hayes was there for the rebound. Outlet pass now to Bevilacqua. Wants to get on with it, goes down the left-hand baseline. No foul called on Flanagan, turned over against Bevilacqua. Pass comes now from Ryan to Flanagan. Bounce pass underneath the basket. McInerney off the offensive end of the court, missed the shot. Good offensive board, kicked it back outside. Flanagan to Caitlin Ryan. She likes to hit him from there, lit it up, couldn't hit the shot though. Another offensive board to Danny Nong. That's a Kaplan arrives. So they'll get another 24 seconds. Ryan being double teamed now, works off against Jess Bibby, kicked it to Hammonds, a foul called as Caitlin Ryan was working her way inside the key, Mark. Yeah, a little bit scrappy there. Danny Nong had their, had their chances. Tully was uh, doing the old Wiley veteran play and waiting down the other end of the court just in case there was a spill of the ball. But uh, 
Danny Nong, now they've just got to get through their half-court set and they, they almost turn it over again. They just need to get through a 16-18 to 18 second offence, try and work for a quality shot here. They have struggled since quarter time, Danny Nong. They've scored just 14 points in 13 minutes of basketball when they shot 19 points in the first quarter. So that just underlines how they've struggled at the offensive end of the court since then. Hammonds backing into Hayes, trying to use their strength, puts up the shot. Oh, Hayes did well too. Hammonds put up the shot, knocked off the backboard. Now it's knocked out of court, unfortunately for the Capitals, out of court on them. The Rangers will get the inbound pass on the offensive baseline. Yeah, that was much better interior defence. You know, Krista just used her, her upper body strength there to not allow Hammonds to, to, to bully her down in the low post and uh, ended up with a rough shot. Anderson checks out of the game for the Rangers. Probes in. Ryan fired from the baseline, couldn't hit it. Abrams, outlet pass to Bishop down the court. Oh, laid it in. Lifts it up pretty high, Abby Bishop, but it drops. That was a, just a wonderful vision from Kelly Abrams. So no look pass to Bishop, streaking down the lane. Uh, you know, that's going to look great in tomorrow's uh, highlights reel, mate. And that's why she's the captain, Kelly Abrams, leading from the front for the Canberra Capitals. They lead to 46 points to 33. Probes went down the left-hand lane. Probably could have made the basket in the end. Didn't go hard enough, though. Here's Bishop going all the way down the court, and she lays it in. I usually get a bit nervous when Abby dribbles the ball down. She uh, grabbed the defensive board and just decided not to give it up. Laid it up at the other end. No one guarded it. Timeout called by Dale Walters, the coach of the Danny Long Rangers. His team in a spot of trouble. They trail the Canberra Capitals 48 points to 33 with six minutes remaining in the third quarter at Southern Cross Stadium in here in Canberra. It's round nine of the Defence Jobs WNBL on Sport Radio. But Abby Bishop, that just goes to underline how versatile her game is. We've seen already this season how she's been able to light it up from three-point territory. In fact, got the Capitals out of trouble big time against the RIS a couple of weeks ago. She's quite mobile as well. She's got the inside and the outside game. A real player of the future. Yeah, she is. I mean, Abby, the exciting thing about Abby is, uh, you know, every game for her is a learning experience at the moment. And uh, she tends to get a little bit better after every experience. So, you know, from my point of view, it's exciting to see her grow every time she's out on the floor. And, you know, right there, we've seen her rip down a defensive board, dribble a thing 90 feet and lay it up at the other end. Uh, you know, certainly this time last year, there's no way you would have seen that. So, you know, from our point of view, we just want to keep seeing Abby, you know, improve her game, improve the inside-outside game. It makes it tough to guard, and uh, she's certainly an exciting kid. She's certainly improved her confidence on the court, but does that stem from just growing in confidence as a person off the court as well, Mark? Oh, look, uh, partly. I think, I mean, Abby's very, very mature for her age. Mm. And, uh, you know, I just think right now she's... You know, every, every second that she's out there in this sort of pressure atmosphere is just so valuable for her and, and she learns quickly. Um, so from our point of view, you know, the more minutes she can play if she stays out of foul trouble, uh, it's, just, it's just an investment in the future for the Canberra Capitals program. Yeah, she certainly is a talented sports lady. Represented South Australia at netball and softball during her younger days as well. But... I think she's found her niche in the sport of basketball, already playing for the Australian Opals, and she's doing very well for the Canberra Capitals in her second season now. Here's Flanagan, faked the three-point shot, got closer on the left-hand baseline. That's a nice little two-point contribution. Yeah, great play. Caitlin Ryan, uh, great, great uh, crossover step there. Just left Tully Bevilacqua for dead, which is no mean feat. 
Found the open player and Flanagan knocked it down. Here's Bishop from three-point territory. Hit the front of the ring on that occasion. I know a few weeks ago she was something ridiculous from the three-point line, like 10 from 11. Yeah, she um, just there is a little bit too early in the offence. I think it's not a bad shot. 15 seconds in, but five seconds in, I think Coach Trapp would be looking for something better at this stage. Ryan passes underneath the basket to Probst, who puts up the shot under the net, and she's fouled. Foul against the Canberra Capitals. Third personal called on Abby Bishop. So there is a concern there for Coach Graff. Tracy Beattie on three personals, and also Abby Bishop on three personals as well. Yeah, we just have to be smart here. Um, I think we've been guilty the last few weeks of, of giving away some cheap stuff. Fortunately tonight, look, that wasn't a bad foul from Abby. She, uh, she's made props burn it from the line, but you know, she now has to play smart for the remaining five minutes. Probs connects from the free throw line. In fact, Tracy Beatty, I should point out, is actually on four personal fouls, so she will have to be careful when she eventually checks back into the game. Abby Bishop, Coach Graff would be looking for her to remain on three. She passes to Bevelacca, drives underneath the basket, finds Hurst on the other side of the three-point territory, juggled in and out, looks good off the hand, as well as it went and hit the ring, but it just knocked out for Natalie Hurst, and Ryan brings the ball down the court. Receives the pass back from Flanagan. Kicks to McInerney. Outside the perimeter here with the Downingong Rangers. McInerney up the top. Being guarded by Krista Hayes. Down to six seconds on the shot clock. Passes to Probs. Lobs the pass into Hammonds. I think Hammonds was in the key for too long. Yeah, another three-second violation there. It was, you know, Downingong worked very hard to isolate Hammonds. She had a mismatch. There was a, there was a switch on a screen there and... Yeah, you know, there was good ball pressure from the Capitals that made the entry pass difficult and Hammonds ended up being called for three seconds. 48-37, the Capitals are the Dandenong Rangers. Here's Natalie Hurst receiving from Bevelacqua, driving right-hand lane along the baseline and then she's called for the foul. She tried to pull up underneath the basket and look for the pass back outside the key but she travelled in the process. Yeah, just got herself into a little bit of strife there. Uh, the receivers didn't quite get to the spots they should have and, uh, yeah, it's a turnover. Caitlin Ryan now for the Danny Long Rangers. She's been guarded very closely by Kelly Bevelacqua, the best in the business at that. Here's McInerney, feeds underneath the basket now. Shot put up by Flanagan, hit the side of the backboard. Might have been some good defensive work in there from Bishop, but also good transition basketball from the Capitals. Bevelacqua down the court to Hayes. She puts up the little shot inside the key and knocks it down off the grass. Yeah, I think we've, we've yet to see the best of Krista Hayes. She's, she's tough, she's got a good little mid-range game. You know, she doesn't mind getting, uh, getting in the trenches. And, uh, you know, I think second half of the season, once she, she fits into the cap system a little bit better, uh, she'll be really valuable come, come playoffs. Krista Hayes on six points this evening. At the other end of the court, Caitlin Ryan shot an uncharacteristic air ball. The ball now with Captain Kelly Abrams of the Canberra Capitals. Short little release pass to Hurst. Underneath the basket, here's this player again, Hayes. She's up to eight points. And uh, she certainly owes Natalie Hurst a power raid after the game because uh, that was a great entry pass. Just a power raid because it is thirsty work here tonight, Mark. Yeah, just a power raid, mate. They're athletes. The score updates are coming in from the other WNBL games, so I'll bring you those in a second. Here's Hurst, all on her own at the other end of the court. Knocks down the shot from just inside the three-point arc. Yeah, Danny Nong really needs to lock in here. It's starting to get away. Here's an offensive foul against Flanagan. That's just frustration. Uh, Hurst just knocked down a jumper on her. A bit of full-court pressure, and Flanagan's just... Uh, 
Turn the ball over at mid-court and the Caps have a chance to extend it to 20. 54 points to 37. A couple of other score updates for around the WNBL this evening. Townsville 10 leading Sydney Uni Flames 2. So they're carrying on where they picked up from last time against the Sydney Uni Flames. When Can you repeat that, John? That's Townsville 10 leading Sydney Uni 2. Oh, so it's early days. Music to my ears. And, <laughs> and Bulleen 52 leading Perth 39. The AIS are in front of Christchurch, but we'll confirm that score in the next score update. So 54-37 the score here. But just amazing some of the results that have been coming through during this season of WNBL. Just so many upsets. Like we speak about that Townsville score there, early days, up by eight points. But the big uh, win they had over Sydney a couple of weeks ago. But then they lost the next night to the AIS. Yeah, there are there are no gimmies this year. Uh, I mean, we travelled, we did the Adelaide-Perth double. And yep. with all due respect to Perth, the last few years... You know, you, you you would know you'd come away, away with at least one of those. You know, we came up empty a couple of weeks ago. You know, Perth had puffed. Um, you know, there's, there's more teams in the comp, there's more travel now, and it's uh, the comp's uh, shorter than it has been due to the Olympic year. So, you know, it's, it's physically demanding on athletes. And uh, you will see upsets because uh, the home team has, has that much more advantage uh, this season. And uh, it, it really does make for a great competition. Well, I think it's pretty exciting times for the WNBL. There's no doubt about that. I've immensely enjoyed the season so far. Last season was terrific, but this one has just stepped up an ounch. Very unpredictable stuff. Krista Hayes now driving left-hand lane, puts up a fake. Then the shot. Cambridge was there for the defensive rebound. She knocked it, though, to Tully Bevilacqua. Gives it to Jess Bibby, who fires from a long way out. Couldn't hit it, though. Running down the court now is Todd Hunter. Into the front court on the dribble. Pulls up. Passes to Anderson, the assistant coach of Dandenong, Caitlin Ryan back inside to Anderson in the post spins around, throws up the hook shot she's fouled, I think it may be called on Krista Hayes here for the Capitals That was a great veterans play there I mean, Anderson's just she's got a tough inside-outside game you've got to respect her perimeter shot right there, she posted Hayes up you know, she was determined she's gone, well I'm the assistant coach here I need to get our team back on track She's gone hard at the basket through the foul. Coming off a double-double last week against Townsville. 20 points and 11 rebounds. She nailed four three-pointers too. She was on fire early from the perimeter. At the free-throw line now, she makes that one. Abby Bishop has checked out of the game. Tracy Beattie back in. She's on four personal fouls with still 12 minutes remaining in this basketball match. Two of those minutes in this third quarter. Here's Bevilacqua to Bibby again on the left-hand baseline. Can't hit it, though. Bevilacqua got the little tip from Beatty and she put it in, Bevilacqua. Yeah, give Beatty an assist on that play. That was... Uh, got both her feet in the key. Uh, you know, slipped by Cambridge. A little bit of an experience there. Bevilacqua mopped it up. So, a uh, nice play. McInerney feeding to Anderson in the post. She work, goes to work against Tracy Beatty. And they're obviously looking to go inside against Tracy, knowing she's on four fouls, Mark. Yeah, as they should. And that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful move from Anderson. Nice little spin move. You know, Tracy's a little bit hamstrung at the moment. Here's Bibby driving hard against her opponent. And she is fouled by Amelia Todd-Hunter. I think they called the offensive foul there, oh. actually, against... You're right. A little bit, a tough call. It looked a little bit like a no call to me, but, you know, again, the rest have been pretty consistent with that tonight. So, offensive foul called on Jess Bibby, 56-41, 15 points to lead. The Canberra Capitals enjoy over Dandenong. One minute remaining. Oh, it's stolen by Bibby against Todd Hunter. 
And then Bibby, unfortunately for her, knocked it out of court. It'll be a Dandenong Rangers inbound pass just on the defensive side of the court. Saw a little bit of David Beckham there from uh, Jess Bibby. A little bit of fancy footwork with the ball but didn't quite come off. Todd Hunter crashes into Bibby. Bibby falls over. Todd Hunter passes to Anderson through hands to Ryan. Pulls up for the two. Oh, gee, it juggled in and out. That was unlucky for Caitlin Ryan. Bevelacqua pounces on the loose ball in the backcourt for the Capitals. Dribbles now, passes to Natalie Hurst in the front, pulls out, passes to Beatty, top of the perimeter. Setting a screen there was Bevelacqua for Bibby who receives the ball, passes back to Bevelacqua now, inside to the foul line, Krista Hayes, eight seconds on the shot clock here for the Capitals, picks up the dribble, kicks it back outside to Bevelacqua, fakes the shot, drives to the free throw line, knocks down the two-point J, Tally Bevelacqua having a great night. Yeah, she's having a great night indeed. She's, uh, she's been the, uh, the spark clock for the Caps. Um, you know, she's been able to do it at both ends. And another turnover. Turnover against the Dandenong Rangers. So the Capitals will get the last shot of the third term here, which is 13 seconds remaining. Holly Bevelacqua bringing the ball up, calling a set play here as well. Down to six seconds. What can the Capitals conjure up? She decides to drive all the way herself, misses the lane. Hayes crashed over the top, but called for the foul, or is it just out of court? Out of court, in fact against Krista Hayes, one second remaining, and Danny Nong happy to run the clock down at three-quarter time, but it's a convincing lead to the Canberra Capitals, they lead by 17 points, 58 points to 41 here at Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra, and Danny Nong, well, they haven't put a lot of scoreboard pressure on since quarter time, they've scored just 22 points in two quarters of basketball, they're going to find it very tough to make up a 17-point deficit. Yeah, they are, but I guess fresh in my memory is the Bulleen game a few weeks back where yes. you know, the Capitals had a similar type of lead to this and look, Bulleen found something extra uh, and the Capitals choked up a little bit against his own. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if the coach, uh, Coach Walters, came out and, uh, and threw a, just a, a fairly basic zone on, make the Caps shoot from the perimeter and see if they can get something started because right now their man-to-man's really not generating anything for them. Uh, the Capitals have done a, a stellar job on uh, Caitlin Ryan. They've taken away her catch and shoot. She hasn't had a hope and Luke, she's, she's had to, to work off the dribble tonight and just things haven't fallen for her. And Tully Black was being tenacious when she's been guarding her. Yes, she has, and I think I mean Tully has a has a good way of getting in, into opponents' heads as well. They're they're looking over their shoulder, they're looking behind them, they're they're worried about where, where she's at and what she's doing. And you know, I, I think Danny Long, they can't stick with the same formula here. It's just not going to work this last quarter. They need to try something a little bit different, and really that's got to start defensively. They, they need to get stopped. Uh, my gut feel is uh, for them to have a chance. They may need to go to a zone defence and, and try their luck. And well, the three-quarter time stats have coming off the bench here at Southern Cross Stadium. Mark Cartwright will take us through the major ones. Yeah, mark down the, the time and the date because at three-quarter time, Tully Bevelac was the top scorer for the Capitals. I, I know she won't mind me saying that. <laughs> um, with how many? She's got 15 points. She's shooting 60% from the field. Uh, we've got Natalie Hurst with, with 13, uh, shooting a good clip as well. And then uh, Krista Hayes, 
uh, has got 12 points and been terrific off the bench for Danny Long. That'll be just about Hayes' best performance of the year thus far on the scoreboard. Yeah, in a scoring sense, yeah, 12 points, 5 boards for three-quarter time is, is a great contribution in 16 minutes. That's, uh, I think, just about any player would take that. She's been aggressive as well, hasn't she? She has. She's given a little bit of oomph and uh, not scared to be physical. She just needs to, to maintain her focus. Don't give up any cheap fouls this quarter. Um, and, you know, we'll see the Caps come home, I suspect. Turnover against the Capitals and a foul called on Amelia Todd Hunter as Jess Bibby stripped of the ball. What about on the other side of the score sheet? The Denny Long Rangers, I suppose Shelley Hammonds would probably be leading their scoring or in no, fact actually, has she been notched yeah, ahead of Larissa Anderson's taken up the slot and she, she got on a little roll there towards the end of last quarter. Hammonds again has been a little bit quiet since uh, since quarter time. She's scored her points at the foul line. She's, she's seven points from the foul line out of her uh, 13. So again, they've gone away from where their strength was that first quarter. 14 points for Anderson, 13 for Hammonds for the Dandenong Rangers. They trail though 41-58. Caitlin Ryan working the ball down the left wing. On the left-hand dribble, spins around on the pass to Hammonds, who gets it to her teammate Todd Hunter, works off the dribble against hers, almost travelled there, managed to get the pass to Hammonds, kicked it back outside to Anderson, drives right-hand lane, tried to put it in off the glass. Beatty! Ripped down the rebound, passes at the Natalie Hurst, sprinting back on air here at Southern Cross Stadium, 67-48, the Canberra Capitals leading Danny Nong, Hammonds at the line, missed the second free throw. Danny Nong emerged with the basketball though, a jump ball called, which way is the possession arrow going? It's going the way of the Canberra Capitals, so nothing going right for Danny Nong, Mark Cartwright. Well one thing has, Tracy Beattie's fouled out, um, which I guess for Danny Nong is a good thing, although... Beattie hasn't played much all night and Danny and I still struggled. So, yeah, right now they've really got to make something happen because the clock is tipping, ticking and uh, time is running out quickly. Across at the AIS training hall, it's the AIS 44 leading Christchurch 34 at half time. Bishop puts up the two point contribution. Yeah, it can sometimes look a little bit ungainly from that, but it's, it's effective. So she's, uh, she's, she's been reasonably solid tonight. She hasn't had to do it all, but. Uh, you know, when she's had her opportunities, she's made the most of them. Townsville 24 leading Sydney Uni 13 at quarter time. Flanagan receives the pass from Hammonds out of the basket and puts in the two-point shot off the backboard. And the other match taking place tonight with six minutes left. Bulleen 60 leading Perth 46. Bulleen have been in front by that margin virtually all night. Bibby from downtown can't hit it. Ryan grabbed the rebound. Benny called for the foul on Ryan. And there's four minutes 44 seconds remaining here. At Southern Cross Stadium, it's the Canberra Capitals 69 leading Danny Nong 50. The Capitals on track for their seventh victory of the season and they'll consolidate in the top four if all goes according to plan here, Mark Cartwright. Yeah, well, things are, things are travelling OK. Again, uh, there's still plenty of time on the clock. It's just... It's Danny Nong, it's, it seems to be the same old, same old here. They just haven't found a way to get consistent stops and get any sort of momentum going in this fourth quarter. Well, we mentioned pre-game that scoring has been somewhat of a trouble for Danny Nong this season. And it looks like that theme is continuing tonight, post-quarter time. They scored 19 in the first quarter and led by one point. But since then, they have really struggled to apply scoreboard pressure, scoring just 31 points in more than two and a half quarters of basketball. And that is not going to win you a game in the WNBL. Yeah, it, it puts an enormous amount of pressure on your defence. If you need to keep teams to... 50 or 55 to win, it makes it really, really tough. So, yeah, Danny Nong, 
again, they seem to have gone away from what was working in the first quarter, which was pound the thing inside, make the capital six player. And if they can't play it, they'll fail you. And, 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 and the trend has been the Capitals have made some adjustments, increased the ball pressure. They've doubled down a little bit. But, again, the ball's gone inside and it's been kicked straight back out from Danny Nong. And, again, it just hasn't placed the pressure on the Capitals big that needs to be there. Out of court. So, Danny Nong Rangers will get the inbound pass. Caitlin Ryan... Passes to Rachel Flanagan. Jess Bibby right in her face. The pass wayward for Hammonds. Downey kept it in. Well done. Flicked it to Hammonds underneath the basket. Reverse shot put up there by Pobbs. Then a foul called by referee Claire Stevenson. And Abby Bishop's claiming it. It'll be her fourth personal. So Tracy Beattie already fouled out of the game with five. Abby Bishop on four personals. Well, Abby's just trying to keep up her average here, John. That's yeah, nice. they're both averaging 3.9 fouls a game. <laughs> the two leading foulers in the competition. And it's not going to hurt them tonight, but no doubt something they're going to have to look closely at for the remainder of the season. And I'm sure they already are. It is. Um, I mean, it, it can be costly, I guess. You know, time will tell. Um, you know, it's, it's the pressure game. Right now, the pressure's off. Uh, the Caps should cruise home to a decent sort of win, but... There have been a couple of close games where, you know, one of your big fouls out, it, it really does hurt you, particularly against some of the, the teams with quality bigs. Uh, it hurts your matchup. So, yeah, Abby's, Abby's got to work on that element of the game. Benny from downtown. She's on the scoreboard with a triple. I think that might actually, that's her second. I think Benny's come in. She's had two quick fouls and assists and uh, gone two for two from the three-point line. So she certainly made an impact in her two or three minutes on the court. Michaela Benny hitting her straps here late in the game for the Canberra Capitals. Here's Flanagan at the other end of the court, fires and connects the two-point J. That was sweet. Yeah, good-looking jump shot there from Flanagan. So Michaela Benny, well ahead of her average for the season, averaging just one point a game. She's up to six points for the Canberra Capitals. Hurst kicks it back outside to Bibby. That was an amazing pass. And then Bibby fouled by Probst. Yeah, I'm not sure whether you put it down to good management or good luck, but it's found, found her hands and, and Bib now goes to the line and no doubt, John, you're going to put the mocker on her again and she's only going to go one for two. But Tracy Betty and Abby Bishop have had this season with the departure of Caitlin Cunningham. Not that she was playing huge minutes, but that just adds a little bit more pressure for them not to get into foul trouble as well, meaning they've got one, backup, one less backup big on the sideline as well. They play some, some good minutes tonight. Um, you know, these guys, it's just about discipline and, and, and not giving up cheap ones. You know, again, if you foul out, you've worked hard, you know, your offensive player is, uh, has been tough all night, you foul out at the end of the night, well, that's life, that's basketball. But I think the Capitals' problems have been the, the cheap fouls, the fouls that are giving up a cheap foul and an offensive rebound, you know, hand fouls from your big, those sorts of things that you really shouldn't see at this level. So, again, I know Coach Graff's aware of it, the players are aware of it, it's something they're going to work on so that it doesn't sting them at the end of the season. 74-54, the Canberra Capitals lead. Bibby was successful at the free throw line. Bevilacqua at the defensive end of the court steals the ball and then a foul called on her. She has been like a terrier tonight, Tully Bevilacqua. She's had at least half a dozen steals, I reckon. Well, Tully, for me, that's, that's our player of the match tonight. I think uh, the defensive intensity, she's, she's scored. She's, uh, 
you know, she's been everywhere really. Um, and she's really been the catalyst for the Capitals. She's led from the front, no doubt about that, Telly Bevilacqua with Kelly Abrams looking on from the sidelines as well. She's really stepped up to the plate, the veteran. This, this has very much been Tully's MO. Uh, you know, she comes off a very, very busy season in the WNBA. Mm. It takes her a few weeks. Uh, or, you know, I mean, last season it took her a good six or eight weeks to get her body back, get refreshed. And then she was terrific. And we're seeing that right now. She's refreshed. She's physically very, very good. Mentally, she's... She's alert, she's playing a lot of minutes, she's leading from the front and she's getting it done at both ends and I think there'd be some opposition coaches that will be a little bit worried about that. They prefer the Tully Bevilacqua who... The is, tired variety. Yeah, you know, that, that, that is battling it out. So, on comes Jacinta Govan for her first minutes, I think, this season. That's good to see. Here at Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra, onto the court. Two minutes 45 remaining in this clash. Bishop at the line, connects with both free throws. She's up to 18 points this evening, Abby Bishop. Another outstanding performance from her in an outstanding season thus far. Still a long way to go, though, for the Canberra Capitals. Downey pulls up her two-point show. That was nice work from the left-hand elbow. But uh, she just hasn't seemed to have broken into the Danny Nong rotation. She just hasn't played much tonight. Uh, dangerous, dangerous athlete. So... Um, you know, I guess this is a big season for her. She really needs to, to find her place in the WNBL. Michaela Benny was very tempted to take another triple attempt there and bang down her third. She resisted the temptation, though, and gave it inside to Abby Bishop, who was subsequently fouled. Bishop fell to the four pretty heavily, but she's OK. She's got to her feet. She's going to go to the free throw line, though, for the Canberra Capitals. They lead 76-56, 2 minutes 15 remaining. Let's run through the other scores. The AIS 44 leading Christchurch 34 at half time. Townsville big leaders over Sydney 39-21. And Bulleen on track to defeat Perth with one minute left. They lead 71-56. But I tell you what, it'd be lovely if Peter Buckle could give us a, an early Christmas present and coach, uh, coach Townsville do a win over Sydney. That'd be, uh, that'd be big. Well, Sydney have somewhat fallen over in the last month or so. They won their first six games on the of their next six, and if they lose this one, they've lost five of their next seven. Things aren't going as well at Sydney as they were at the start of the season, Mark. Interesting. Interesting. They do rely very heavily on... Natalie Porter and Alicia Poto. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a two-man attack, and I guess if you do a job there, you're, you're half a chance against the Flames. Good side, though. Very good side. Um, you know, so they'll be there at the end of the season. It's just a matter of whether they're... You know, first, second, third or fourth, but they'll be there. They are struggling for consistency at the moment. Just having a quick look at the top four, Adelaide on top, Sydney, Uni, Canberra and Townsville rounding out the top four. Townsville, somewhat of a surprise being in the top four, given that they lost Renee Camino over the off-season, and they don't appear to have done a lot of recruiting either, although they have recruited a very good coach, Mark. Mate, great coach. Uh, yeah, a big, uh, big word up to Bucks out there. He's, uh, no, he's quality coach. Look, he's dull, dull with some real discipline about him this year and they'll be really tough so Downey pulled up for the two point J couldn't quite hit it though into the front court the Capitals Benny to Sinclair Natalie Hurst three of the girls who started on the bench tonight and Govan as well so four of the girls who started on the pine Abby Bishop the only starting five player out there for the Capitals a brig off, score, off ball screen crashing to the floor was Rachel Flanagan I think 
Was it Peter Sinclair called for the foul? Yeah, not a huge amount of finesse shown there by Pete. She was pretty keen to uh, to establish herself down in the low block and little Rachel Flanning had gotten away and uh, she'll, she'll pay for it tomorrow morning but right now Pete Sinclair paid with a foul. Just letting you know who was boss there, Peter Sinclair, I think. That's it. Anderson distributes over the other side of the perimeter. Inside now receives back from her teammate. Put up the hook shot. Couldn't make it, though. The pass came from Probes. Anderson fouled. And five fouls to Abby Bishop. She's also fouled out of the game. So Tracy Beatty and Abby Bishop both out of the game. She finishes the night, I think, with 18 points, though. So a very solid contribution on the scoreboard from Abby once again. 79-58 the score with less than a minute remaining. Anderson makes the first free throw there for the... At the line, she shoots a pair. Down inside the last minute now, the Capitals 79-60, leading by 19 points over the Dandenong Rangers. Bounce pass to Peter Sinclair. The give and go to Hurst, who fires from abroad, just hit the front of the ring. Wasn't a convincing three-point attempt. Pulling down the rebound, the Dandenong Rangers into the front court now. All on her own is Probs. She releases from three-point territory. Hits the top of the backboard, no violation called there by the referee. Allowed to play on, Natalie Hurst runs the ball down, finds some space, drives down the right-hand lane. Somehow managed to put up a shot against the tallest player on the court in Cambridge. Foul has been called on the Danny Long Rangers, Mark. Um, no, yeah, I think Danny Long uh, walked the full length and uh, oh, sorry. take a couple of foul shots, I think. Yep. Pete Sinclair's getting into the physical nature of the game and they got, she's got five fouls, she may as well use them. So I think we've got Cambridge uh, shooting a couple from the foul line and then uh, Caps should have the final play of the game. Cambridge rolls in the first free throw for Danny Nong. She is a giant. The second... Looks like she's got a fair bit of coordination for a girl of her size as well. Turnover against the Capitals. Anderson puts in the two-pointer for the Rangers. Margin back to 15 points, but there is only 15 seconds to go. Benny dribbles, Hurst. All around her and is governed on the left-hand perimeter here. Hurst taking her time. Kerry Graff demanding her to pass it off. She drives all the way now. Blocked by Cambridge. That was a big block on Natalie Hurst. She falls to the floor. Is she okay? Gets to her feet. It's full time here at Southern Cross Stadium in Canberra. And the Canberra Capitals victorious over the Dandenong Rangers. 79 points to 64. Well, they trailed by one point at quarter time, led by seven at half time, led by 17 at three quarter time. The final margin, 15 points. Dandenong allowed back into the game late in the game when it was over, Mark, but the Capitals on top throughout most of the match. Yeah, I think for the most part, Coach Schraff will be happy with that. She'll be a little bit disappointed that uh, the Capitals lost the fourth quarter. Um, it's been a, a, a consistent theme that the Caps haven't really put together full quarters yet this season. And once again, they haven't really been able to drive home a big win. Uh, but it's a win nonetheless. Uh, it's in front of their home crowd who were who pretty vocal tonight. And, uh, you know, again, they chalk it up. The focus now is on next week. I think the Capitals are looking forward to December where they've just got some single headers. Uh, which for them is really big. It's been a busy schedule the first half of the season. So I think they're looking forward to just focusing on that single game a week, getting their bodies right, trying to come in with 10 wins prior to Christmas.
Well, the Canberra Capitals consolidate in the top four here on the WNBL ladder with a 15-point victory over the Dandenong Rangers. Mark Cartwright, the Chief Executive of the Canberra Capitals, thanks very much for your company having you on board. Oh, it's been great to be here. Thank you, John. Well, we look forward to your company again soon on Sport Radio. And don't forget to tune in to Craig Ravel's call of the AIS Christchurch game, which is taking place at the moment. The AIS were leading that game at halftime. So join in to sportradio.com.au to hear all the latest WNBL action. Join us soon for more WNBL action. On behalf of Mark Cartwright, I'm John Keogh. We'll see you again soon.